internet. Welcome to the Intoxicated Podcast, a weekly comedy talk show that dives into the personal lives of comedians, experts, and creators. I'm your host, Sarah McClellan, a very amateur stand-up comedian and self-proclaimed sad girl. It's the comedy podcast with a lot of heart. Feel hard and talk hard. This is the Intoxicated Podcast. Okay, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Intoxicated Podcast. We are here with two very tired Sarahs. I am the second tired Sarah. (laughs) We are both just like not able to talk, not able to get our brains working tonight. We we don't know what's going on. We don't know where we are. What year is this? What day is it? What day is it? It is the 12th of October. Jesus Christ. We're almost in mid-October here. And it's all, it's still, wow, what? No, it's still 20 degrees outside in the afternoon. It is. Um, I saw Justin Shaw actually did a Instagram story saying that it's a new season called Hotum. Hotum. <laughs> Which is perfect. <laughs> I love that so much. <laughs> it's hot autumn. That's what all the basic girls say in the walkout with their pumpkin spice lattes. Like, it's hot up. It's hot up. <laughs> Credit to Justin Shaw. That's all Justin Shaw. Um, but yeah, we just we just got got over Thanksgiving weekend. It was a long weekend. I feel like whenever people come back from a long weekend, we're all just allowed to be out of it because it's like a Tuesday, but it's Monday. You know? The worst kind of Tuesdays. The worst kind of Tuesday. Because then you're like, oh, it is way later in the week than I thought. But also, it's like, oh, my God, Friday. It's coming around the corner. Right? Only three more days. That's so. true. It'll, the weekend will come a lot faster. Um, but you had a fun Thanksgiving weekend. You went to emo night, and I didn't go because I was exhausted. Yeah. I went to, it was fucking wild. Was it? Like, holy shit. Everyone was so rowdy. Was there and dancing? It, there was dancing. Masked dancing. Masked right? dancing. Okay. So um, everyone had a mask. And everyone was, like, moshing in the dance pit. And like there is like a point where what's that thing when like people jump on the crowd surfing? There's oh a my god, really? Crowd surfing. Shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the bouncer also threatened to kick us out because somebody kept on not wearing their mask. Oh <laughs> not, no! Not any of like our friends, but oh, like, good. like friends of friends who were there. Right. And he was getting so annoyed. He's like, "Tell your friend to put on her mask. Or I'm kicking her out." I was like, "I'm actually going home because it's one a.m. So goodbye." <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Yeah, it was it was That must be shocking to be out like post COVID. I guess COVID's still going on, but I'm I just mean like post uh I'm not talking right. What I'm trying to say is post lockdown you were out. There is lots of people for the first time. Things are trying to be normal. Yeah. Things are trying to be normal. And like it's funny because before the like COVID hit, we went to two thousands night, it was not exactly the same except like last emo. But like it, it almost felt normal. Except that there's masks on people. Except that one factor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's we're close. We're getting close to there. Getting there. I've been deep in the um Squid Game. Oh. I've been watching Squid God. Game and it is so darn good. I didn't think I would like it because I don't really like like gory slasher. Like it's pretty brutal and gory. The show, I think so anyway, but maybe I'm a wuss. <laughs> but like I don't always love that type of thing, um, but I am hooked and I'm addicted. And I, it's making me think a lot about life and the moral 
the pre- the Decisions. premise of Squid Game is insane. Like I watched a few episodes and like stopped watching because the monologue really pissed me off. And I was like, the uh, the uh, monologue, the monologue, like, but the way they translate it. Oh, I the guess? dubbing. Yeah, the dubbing, not the monologue. Yeah, story. you kind of have to get over that. But once I got part. over that, I was like, this is really freaking good. Yeah, it is. I so love the premise good. of it. Yeah, it is a fascinating premise. It is really like heart wrenching and brutal, and it really makes you think. And I actually will be doing an episode of Intoxicated Reviews with Corey West, host of Intoxicate Reviews, the brother of Intoxicated, um, all about Squid Game once I'm done Ooh, watching it. Fun. So we will deep I dive into that. no idea what it was when I first started watching it. And I was like, oh, red light, green light. How fun. And then people started dying. And I was like, oh, 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 goodness. Oh, 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 my. This, this is not what the, I played as a child. Um, I think the one that messed me up the most was the marble game oh we won't give away too many spoilers no. but it's just there's essentially all these different games on moral dilemmas that you everyone's life is at risk essentially in these games that they put these people through to win money and so it's kind of all about like how much risk would you take for money to pay off your debt and it really made me think i was like oh my debt's not as bad as these people <laughs> Like I got some debt, but like it's manageable. I oh, can this is fine. I can manage it. I would never do this what these people are doing. So <laughs> at first I was also like, why is there PlayStation controllers on their foreheads? I'm so confused. Because like all right. the mass people have like PlayStation symbols. Oh, and I yeah. thought they were gonna play PlayStation, but they didn't. That seems <laughs> they like just a mess. Started dying. <laughs> Frick. But you guys should definitely um check it out on Netflix. It is really, really good. Um, and I'm really super excited for this week's episode. I've listened to almost half of this episode. I'm not gonna lie, we're recording this info early because I got mics to do, and this is the only time Sarah and I can get together. But we are I'm picking away at the episode, and I just I knew it was a good one because I was cracking up in public while listening back to the episode i was like <laughs> laughing literally out loud this week's guest is the hilarious jordan foise and he is a writer and a stand-up comedian and he has a new comedy album out called friend daddy that you all need to go stream right now on essentially anywhere you can find comedy albums apple um spotify wherever you can stream a comedy album go stream it because it's so damn good and this was a hell of a time. This was a really fun He was so freaking nice, too. Everyone's so nice. <laughs> Why is everyone so nice? No one's a jerk <laughs> yet. Oh, my God. Amazing. I Yeah, it was so fucking funny. He kills me. He's he great. literally kills me. Uh, such a funny dude. And I just love... There's something about comics, like when I do a comic episode, that just... Feels natural. I don't know. Yeah, no, it was I just get like it. a really natural back and forth, and like we just we went on so different, many different tangents. There's definitely a good flow happening there. That's for sure. It was so fucking funny, and I think you guys will really, really love it. Make sure that you're subscribed to the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts, and give us a follow on social media. Check out the YouTube channel and give a subscribe on there as well. Almost up to 400 subscribers on YouTube. Ooh, look at us go! Look at us go! Aww. But I mean, still download the audio episodes too, please, because we need those stats too. <laughs> but also, please don't stop downloading. 
this podcast. Please don't stop downloading. Um, and guys, we're still looking for questions and voicemails, so you can still send those in. There's a link in the description of this podcast for voicemails, and you can email questions, rants, stories, feedback, really anything to intoxicatedpodcast at gmail.com. And if you're enjoying the show, uh, consider leaving an Apple podcast rating or review. We would greatly appreciate it. Uh, And we greatly appreciate you guys. Speaking of Thanksgiving, I'm thankful for all of you who listen to this podcast. So thank you so much for listening. And I hope you enjoy this week's episode with the hilarious Jordan Foise. Because it's like everyone gets up and it's just like whenever there's those brief times when you do get up before like 10, you're walking around at like 8 on a Saturday, you're like, oh, look at all these people. Like, it's like a different, it's like the secret societies, you know, it's like, oh, these are all the rulers. They're all up awake. They're getting stuff done. They're moving around. It's the people with their shit together. Yes. And they look, you know, I'd love to be part of that crew. They always have nice windbreakers on, (laughs) you know. They got like nice windbreakers and like a beautiful partner and like a, the, usually a dog. That's what I was about to say. A dog with the shiniest coat you've yes. ever seen. Like a dog where you wouldn't be surprised if it started talking to you. <laughs> like if it was like if like this they is, were all like morning, morning, and then the dog was like morning or something. Whatever. This is a, such a funny thing for me to like admit out loud to you. Please. But I, when I was listening to your special, number yeah. one, I loved it. Oh, thank you. Fucking That's really great. Nice. So great. Oh wow, um, awesome. Thank you. But I was like Jordan. Would be a good dog voice. <laughs> you are not the first person to say that. What? Yeah, people are. Yes. I don't. I think it's just yeah. the, like it's a little gruff. Yeah, like if I was like, "Hey, get back here with my ball" or whatever. Uh, whatever dogs would say. Oh, is that? Well, I'm gonna roll in that. <laughs> I'm gonna roll in that. <laughs> that shit. Yeah, I love rolling in shit. I'm a dog. <laughs> Does that sound convincing? Yes. Mm, I love rolling in shit. I'm a dog. Big old pile of shit. I'm gonna put my back in there. Who do you sound like? You sound like somebody. I don't know who. Your voice (laughs) sounds like a celebrity's voice, but I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I've been people do remark upon my voice a lot. I am happy with it. I feel like um, it's my nice ass. (laughs) (laughs) Instead, it's like like like, it's like my hot feature. You know what? No. What voice is very important because, like, I've heard from women specifically who've gone on dates with like guys who are like by all means attractive, and then they speak out. They, they like voices like this, and they just oh. they're instantly like, "I'm not fucking you." Now. Yeah, a bad voice is crazy. No one likes a bad voice. No bad voice, it's a bad. nightmare. But like a good voice, good voice. You're a good voice. If you have a good voice, man, the world's your oyster. People say you should be a cartoon dog. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, wow, you got a great voice. You should be a dog. Oh my god, I'm funny. What kind of dog would you be if okay, so Ooh. if there was a movie and it was like you're gonna get a big paycheck to voice this. I'd be dog. one of those dogs that belongs to a homeless person that wears a bandana. Oh. <laughs> like a terrier? A mixed or like a mutt. Mutt. Like for a sure, mutt, a mixed mutt. breed. Mutt. 
Mm. Yeah, my, for sure. <laughs> Well, let's get into it. Okay. I'm so excited for this one. Uh, everybody, today's guest has a brand new comedy album out everywhere you can find comedy albums. <laughs> yeah, wherever that is. <laughs> <laughs> Where, yeah, so I was like, I'm looking for a comedy album. Yeah. Where do I go? Yeah. Uh, on all streaming services, it's called Friend Daddy. That's right, right? Friend Daddy is Friend correct. Daddy, yeah. I got it. Uh, and he is a comedian and writer. Please welcome Jordan Voisey. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Welcome. This is an <laughs> afternoon podcast. We're, we're <laughs> podcasting the afternoon. We're being so productive. <laughs> I just gave you a beer and put a yeah. blinding light in your face. Yeah. And I said, let's welcome. podcast. Welcome to the shit show is what I tell my guests. This isn't too shit showy. Does it get shit yeah. showy? It's, it gets three, a little it's like three in the afternoon. How can it get shit showy? I mean, the conversation can get shit showy. All right. All right. Because I, I, I encourage tangents. Buckle up. I, I call it Tangent Town. Okay. We're going to Tangent We're Town. We're going to Tangent Town. That. that could be like on a t-shirt. Merch. Ah, yeah. oh, yes. That's a take merch a, idea. Take a left at Non Sequitur Avenue and you'll hit <laughs> Tangent Town. Tangent Town. Yeah. Like, I think in our last episode, we went from talking about music yeah. to Taylor Swift Okay. Well, to how Taylor Swift is like Jurassic Park movies. Okay. Yeah, that's and a then tangent. How, and then porn. Well, it, it, <laughs> not don't quite know. Don't maybe I don't want to know. It's like ah, dinosaur <laughs> movies. You know what that reminds me of? Porno. <laughs> this porno I watched yeah, once. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so funny. Okay, Tangent Town. Tangent Town is watch out. You don't end up in bad story neighborhood. I love a bad story. You love a bad story. Well, it, it, it depends on what kind of bad. Is it bad in the sense that it, it leads nowhere and it's just disappointing? Yeah, it's a bad or story. Or is it, it bad like something bad happened? Well, that's a good story. That's a good story. <laughs> a story where something bad happens is a good story. A bad story is a story where you're like, why the fuck did you tell me that? What we, Those are all my stories. <laughs> yeah. We well, have, at least you know. Yeah. It's okay to have bad stories. It's not okay if you don't know they're bad. That's true. That when someone's true. telling you a bad story, you're like, Jesus Christ, take me now. Like, <laughs> shoot me. There's nothing worse than a bad story. And you're like, holy fuck. And I've told bad stories, but Ooh. you, you got to be able to know. You got to know. Well, do you ever start telling a story and then kind of halfway through you go, all the time? This isn't going to be exciting for this person that all I'm the time. telling this to. You're too. supposed to do that. You yeah. go, you just bail. It's okay to, if you're to the listeners out there. It's okay to bail on a story. No one will judge you. There you will was, be judged more harshly for having a bad story. I heard a thing about Larry David mm -hmm. that there's a, a very famous story of him where he walked up to the microphone and got up there and just went, nope, and walked off. Wow. <laughs> like, just did, didn't want to do it. He just, he just he literally got up to the crowd and he just went, no. Nope. Was, it, was he hosting the Grammys or something? I don't know. Was it a big show? It was show? a stand-up show, apparently. Oh, wow. Just like a, a regular, but I think this was when was he, he was new into it. I never even knew he did stand-up. I didn't really know that either. I mean, I guess I kind of knew, but, uh, you know. Yeah. I assumed. Have you ever bailed on on a, a joke or... A joke? Like, in the middle of a, a show, just go, oh, this doesn't work. And oh, I'm of course. On. Yeah? All, of course, all the time. Oh, man. Yeah, of course. You go like, ah, fuck this. I don't want to say that anymore. Totally. I, I, but you need to acknowledge it. You, you have to acknowledge yeah, it. Are you yeah. just going to st stop <laughs> mid-word? You're going to go, what are you going to be like? And that's the thing about pie. Uh, 
So anyways. Well, yeah, last week, uh, I think that would be horrible. You got to acknowledge it. I I always say you get get two bales a set before it fucks your setup. Do you you think? Two. This is my thing. Well, I guess it depends on how much time you're doing. But if you're doing like 10 to 15 to uh, maybe half an hour, maybe it goes up by then. Maybe it goes up by, uh, I think you get three in total for an hour. This is my theory. Three an hour. Three bales an hour. So, but I feel like there. But I feel like someone like you could bail, and it would still be funny. Yeah, that's, that's the what thing I mean. about you. Like that's how funny you are. Like you could just you could just comment on you bailing, and the crowd would laugh. Well, yeah, yeah. But that's what I mean. You get you get to do that three times. Three times. And then after that, it's like, oh well, now you just suck. Now you're just because it is funny to be like it is funny to be like um, ah fuck it I don't want to do that one because they're like hey, what you're allowed to do that that's crazy <laughs> so if you're like ah fuck it but if you do that more than three times then it's like well all of your jokes suck yeah <laughs> but like I always bomb uh, not always but I've, I've bombed, I always bomb I bombed a lot on the road and uh, you know when it's not like an audience filled with. Uh, uh, like hipsters, basically. Yeah. Uh, I will. I. I have. I will bomb, or I have a tendency. I occasionally, that has happened, and so I'm. I'm pretty good at being like, ah, fuck, this isn't working. Did like get a couple laughs out of that, but it diminishes real quick. It does. It yeah. would. This is where my rule of three comes from. Rule of three. Are there other rules of three in stand up? Yeah, there's tons. That's like the whole thing. Ooh, <laughs> three jokes only three jokes. No, it's per- like you do like like the rule of three. It's like it's like called that like the joke format. You go, oh shit. You go example, example, punchline. So you're like bap bap joke. That's ah. the rule of three. Always do three examples. Or you have three. It actually isn't true. You can do obviously do whatever the fuck you want. But like, <laughs> but like uh, the like classic structure of anything is like joke or it's example, example or or joke, 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 like. It's oh, it's in threes for some reason, right? Yeah. Or if you have what about like tags? Like so, you have your punch, yeah. and then it's sometimes nice to do tag tag. Yeah, and then you'll go, do which is like, kind of but then parts. you can do as much as you want. Obviously, this is foolish, but yeah, like, this really is the rules. rules of comedy with Jordan Foisey. But it is literally called the rule of three. So yeah, so, can I just, can I just so say I have a new rule of three? I think as like I'm a new comic, like I'm okay. only uh, just over a year in. Okay, I wish there was an actual comedy rule book. Well, because I mean, lots sometimes... of bad comedians have written them. There's tons. There's so many. There's so, so many. What are you so, talking about? So many weird rules. That There's like, so you... many. This is how you do yeah. comedy books. That's like half the podcast industry. Right? <laughs> it's like it's like people have been just being like, when I started stand-up, when I started stand-up. This, like, you got to do here this. Here are my rules. We're, we're doing it right now. I love how it's like, no, everyone's like, comedy is an art form that yeah. is your own. It is personal. It is like free speech. But do all these things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, the worst, like, I, the most bitter um, debate in comedy that I've ever witnessed outside of all the annoying ones, uh, you can't wear shorts on stage. I Lots of old timers say you can't wear shorts. Men and women? Men and women. Really? That's what I'm saying. Can't wear shorts. In so, the summer, it's hot. It's outrageous. That is outrageous. No one cares, dumb. but so. Also, I, f- I do fun with comedy. Like, the more casual you are, the better. If you're dressed well, casually. Well, it can turn around on you. If it's like, if I did this one corporate and I did really badly, and I think part of it, because the guy who booked me uh, passively, aggressively mentioned was how casual my outfit was. Because it was like, I think if it's like people, like, if they think it's going to be special and you dress down, they won't. 
Uh, you know what I mean? Like if it's a big night out, right? It can look. You, you got to look like you tried a little bit. I've heard. See, as a female comic, because I asked female comics starting, mm-hmm. like, yeah. what the fuck do I wear? Yeah. Um, I was told dress like it's a first date. Oh, I mean, I don't like telling female comics what to wear. <laughs> Jordan, <laughs> my my rules my rules don't extend into that. <laughs> I guess that makes sense because what's a, what's what does that mean? What does the first thing mean? Like lightly up a little bit? Yeah, like, lightly up, like a little more amped. Yeah, that makes but sense. But not too, not like you're going to a formal ball, right? Like you look, like, look, you're trying to look good, but not in a way where it's weird. Not in a way that you're trying. to I think hurt. that's actually a pretty good rule. I think so too, because because mm-hmm. if you think about what guys typically wear on first dates, I mean, what do they normally wear? Well, I a normally shirt? what do I wear? I wear um, I, I dress like um, Ben Stiller in the Royal Tenenbaums. <laughs> I got uh, little shorts. Uh, 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 collared thing and a headband. Yeah, damn. For, there you uh, go. I just, I basically have like ten outfits, so that I just that cycle are date outfits. No, that in total, I okay. just cycle through. I just cycle through. I don't have. A, I have are one they, pair of jeans. Are they mix and matchable? Oh, you better believe it. I have oh, one yeah. pair of jeans. Oh yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm just putting on different sh- shirts and wearing <laughs> the same jeans every day. That's me too, though. I think I only have like three pairs of of pants. Oh yeah, that's all you need. And then I just rotate, and then tops are. I have endless amounts of oh, tops. Of endless. Of course. It's yeah. Fucking insane. Mm-hmm. The amount of clothes I have. Actually, I'm trying to sell clothes right now online. How's that going? Not great because I, I love when people do try, it. I love when people try to sell clothes because it's like, oh yeah, that's what the world needs. More clothes being sold. Yeah, that'll be easy. But there's like it's a real seller's market in terms of clothes. But for me, I have all these dresses yeah. that I've never worn. Why? Because I'm, like I'm just bad at buying at buying stuff. I think it's like I think I need people love I shopping online. Yeah. Are you getting them online or are you going out to get them? Um a combo. 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 Shopping feels good. Online shopping is, I don't like it because I'm a half sizer. Like I'm sometimes could be medium, sometimes oh, yeah. could be large. I'm like, I never shop online for that reason. I don't it's, trust that it's going to fit. It normally doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, how will I know? But then when it's weird, cause I'm, I'm kind of strange cause I'll go on. Well, I'm not strange at all, but this, this next thing will not be strange at all, but it's, I'm annoying, I guess. Uh, <laughs> but it's like, I, I get really like, uh, Lightly OCD when I'm like buying clothes because I like freak out. Once I buy them, I'm like, oh god, I'm gonna, they're not gonna fit. And then like I get super stressed about shrinking them, and I like, yeah, it's like I obsess. I think about a lot, so that I, and that happens when I am like touching the fabric. So I think if I bought it online, it'd be even worse. Be even worse. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 a risk. Yeah, it's a big risk. It feels like a big risk. Yeah. But I I always say, oof, you're trying clothes on, try the largest size on first. Do work your not, way down. Work your way down. Right. Do not do the thing where you go, feeling good today. Oh, yeah. Don't fuck yourself. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, it's yeah. like, I don't know how it is for men, but the change room for, for me is fucking it, Based brutal. upon everything I've learned from university, it's more fun for men. <laughs> <laughs> based upon all the classes I took and uh, culture I've uh, taken in in the past 15 years, I would say yes. It's, there you uh, go. It's easier for men. Guys always know what their room. size is. T-shirt size, you know, because well, like, there's less, there's less. Op- it's just like a, it's like four sheets for men. <laughs> yes. Women have like all sorts of different things going on. You, <laughs> got di- you have different genres of shirt. Yes, you got like do. flowy and sleeveless <laughs> and like more cup exposy <laughs> less. Like there's Low a lot of shirt options. Men. men have men have more sleeve or less sleeve. More sleeve or less. 
Sleepless and buttons or no. There's two. There's four types. Collared or not. Call. Yeah, there we go. Collar, Call. no collar, sleeve, no sleeve, button, no button. There's, yeah. our, there's our shirts. It's, yeah, you guys. And women it. have that times like a billion. It's, there's a lot. It's overwhelming. Yeah, you have like shit on them. They're looking like a <laughs> fucking frill. It's like crazy. I don't like frill. I, listen, like them or not, I'm just saying they're there. I also don't <laughs> like floral. You don't like floral, eh? I, I went through a little floral stage. Ooh, yeah. like guy floral? Guy floral. Guy floral. Hawaiian. <laughs> Hawaiian. That's what I mean. Hawaiian. I shirt. mean, it looks, I think it, that would look nice on a dude, actually, if it was like a masculine flower. What? What? <laughs> What's a masculine flower? Like a rose know. with a gun? <laughs> It's like a posy throwing a football. You're like, wow, that's a masculine, masculine. I think flop. it's all in the look color. At, look at that. Uh, look at that lilac not expressing its emotions. <laughs> kind of a masculine flower. The print of the floral. It would depend on how that looks. Well, I don't. Even Maybe know this is like mean. my gender stereotypes coming I think in. You're, I think you're. I think you're. Uh, what's you calling it? Essentializing. I, I am. You're, aren't you're I? Making assumptions. I think I'm just. I. I I'm just triggered because. I know exactly what you're because about. I don't wear asshole. a lot of floral, and every guy that's rejected me has ended up with a girl who wears like flowery dresses and shit. And I just go, I know I should wear this because this is what guys like, but like I just it just doesn't feel like me when I put it on. I'm intrigued by this imaginary problem you've created. <laughs> <laughs> I guess what's happening is this. I'm like, I don't think that's what's happening. It's it's a pattern I've noticed. Yes. I've just noticed that. But I mean, I just think guys like girls that look feminine, but like they wear floral dresses, (laughs) but they're, they have like, they only wear mascara. My girlfriend doesn't wear floral dresses. Windswept. My girlfriend doesn't wear floral dresses. Oh, really? What's she wear? She wears like, she wears like, she does occasionally, but I would say she normally wears like, I would say she's kind. She's small, so she go. She does like, kind of like, um, like baggier things. Oh, okay. And uh, she'll do like kind of like, kind of, uh, kind of flowier shirts. Okay. Normally a basic color, I would say. Yeah, or yeah, not, yeah. Like That's a nice. what's it called when it's just like one kind of one to two L- colors. Like solid. Solids. Like, like a lot like of solids. solids. Yes. She's yes. A solid so, gal. Yeah, I mean I she's putting on that. occasionally, but I, I would say the amount of times there's a floral happening is like. Five times a year, you know. Slimmer. When okay, I well, maybe, her. No, maybe I gotta, I gotta <laughs> let go of the hate. You know, I don't it looks, listen. It looks look past great. The floral, you it know? looks great on other women. Yeah, It'll, maybe it's you just not start me. Doing it. Maybe I should give it a try. I. You start waking up at seven <laughs> in the morning. Like, Is this what it was? <laughs> it was all I st- floral. I start sleeping for eight hours, mm. and I'm instantly more attractive. This is hey, listen. Sleep is. Uh, Are you a good sleeper? Sleep water. Uh, yeah, I'm a great sleeper. In that, <laughs> this fantas- is like the breakfast question. I'm fantastic at sleeping. Yeah, yeah. So I, no issues. No, you can fall asleep right away. The only issue is I snore like crazy, but that's oh not an gosh. issue for me. Me too. Yeah, I'm a snore zone. Oh god, it's so bad. Yeah, I feel bad, but what are you gonna do? I've I've bought all the things at shoppers you can buy. All eight things. There's oh, there's things you can buy for it. Eh? Yeah, I've well, never tried anything. Well, I'd does like it wake try- you up? N- so no, not that I really remember, but I record my sleep. Yeah, and I'm constantly gasping for air in the night. Oh, so you might have apnea. Yeah, you might have sleep apnea. Yeah, that's different. That you get like a crazy mask for. And stuff. Yeah, fuck. Great. Yeah. yeah, you might have sleep apnea. I just, I just smell like crazy. 
Okay, so it's not like a choking or gasping. You're getting the air in. It's just oh, making a lot of sound. I'm sleeping like a baby, just an incredibly <laughs> loud baby, <laughs> like a, the loudest baby you've ever heard. I keep I'm I'm trying to work on a joke about snoring, and I keep trying to figure out a way to describe what bad snoring sounds like. Why are you like. recording your own sleep? Uh, <laughs> I, it's a good question. Yeah, I don't I'm know intrigued. why I started. Yeah, I wanted you do to do it hear... every night. Oh, I was curious to know if I snored or not because I haven't okay. slept next to a human male in a long time. Okay. Uh, so, like, I don't have a guy telling me, you snore. Right, right. Um, so, I was curious, but then I, I started discovering that I talk a lot in my sleep and it's really, really funny. So, you're listening to yeah. yourself sleep. Yeah. No wonder you became a comic. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get enough I'm bored of your- as fuck, Jordan. Well, I was gonna say, can't get enough of yourself. <laughs> You're like, what am I up to? What am I up to when I'm not around? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. What am I up to when I'm not around? It's a funny thing. Well, I, I just have a lot of sleep things. So, like, I snore. I have sleep terrors, like night Jesus. terrors. Uh, I talk. Oh, so you suck at sleeping? You're I bad at- really suck at sleeping. You have sleep paralysis. I've had that many times, yeah. Like, but there's like that, that figure. Yeah, it's scary. Whoa. I get that less than I get night terrors, night where terror? I think spiders are in my bed. And you, you what? <laughs> oh, and you wake up screaming? Yeah. Oh my god. It's it's not not restful. It doesn't sound restful at all. Yeah, it's uh. It was worse when I was younger. Okay. I would I would actually wake up thinking someone would be like crawling in my window or Ooh. like like attacking me. And right. like I would my parents would describe it as like blood hurtling screams. Damn. And they would like think someone was attacking me. Oh god, I'm sorry to hear that. That sounds, yeah. that sounds rough. <laughs> I know, right? Now I understand why you I've record. I've been a stressed out person for yeah, a long time, Yeah, my God. Jordan. Good Fuck. lord. And I start stand up at 33 years old. Oh, I that's mean. fine. You can start whenever. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, there's. No I do rules. think it's a bit old to start. Why? I don't know. It's insane to start, anyways. That's insane it's, to start at not, any age. It's not a good thing to start. <laughs> it's not, it doesn't make sense to start it at any time. It's and weird. yet here we all are. So many. It's weird when someone's like, "I kind of want to do stand up," and I just go, "No, don't." Yeah. Oh no, I'm actually quite encouraging. Are you? I love encouraging people to do it. one because it makes them shut the fuck up about it. <laughs> Like those people are like, I'm always thinking about starting up, starting. I, I think I can, I've always started, thought about it. I'm like, oh, you should. Yes, you should do it. And they're like, eh. I'm like, OK. Like, you know, I love telling people to do it because then they'll stop fucking. Then they'll stop, stop saying people told me I'm funny. Yeah, exactly. And I should, I should I should I should yeah. start this thing. Um, and because it is really fun. Do, yes. When it's fun, it's very fun. This is the way I say it. When it's fun, it's very fun. Yeah, but it's because you're starting. When it's, it's not, not, it's, not it's dreadful. It's not as Thank you for saying that. It's way less fun. It's like emotionally alienating and uh, you, you're bad. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Can we clip that? Yeah. That's the start of it. You suck at it. I suck. And then you got to figure out how to do it. And it's a weird thing because you're just constantly managing ego because people will tell you, good set, good job. And then your ego's going, I've been told I'm not supposed to be good this this soon so i don't know if i can enjoy this compliment and like when do i trust people when they're giving me like it's just this because you'll know it's this weird thing you'll know because you did well you'll know if you're like wondering yeah you know you all like i always record i well not always this is new but i didn't always but i just started i find it very clarifying to record them oh yeah i've recorded most of them i've only missed a couple okay yeah um but yeah i mean yeah it's just not as fun at the start you have to kind of learn how to have fun yeah, that's And fair. then it's really fun. Yeah. How long have you been at it? Uh, I 
guess like 11 years. Holy smokes. Yeah. It's up there. I know. It's fucking crazy. That's wild. It's disturbed. <laughs> it's really long. That's a long time to be doing it's something. It's really long. Yeah. It's Now it's like really long. Um, Was that yeah. consistent over the 11 years? Or did you have like, did you have months off? This is always what I wonder oh. about like breaks. When oh, people like, take breaks. Uh, no, no breaks actually. Well, like, that's good. Couple of weeks or whatever, and like, mm. um, I was, I haven't been like, man, like crazy about it. Like, you know, when, when you first start, you're doing that. Like, if I don't go out every night, I'm a fraud, and then, and then, yeah. but, uh, so I'm not stressed about that anymore. I don't mind taking breaks now, but no real breaks. No yeah. real breaks. Yeah. No long ones that were. No, like, is this? I'm hanging them up. Yeah. No, no one where I dramatically. Uh, slinged a uh, microphone over a coat hanger and like, <laughs> and like walked away from it. Fucking love that. Yeah, or like put it down on the stage and be like, see you later, maybe, and then like walk away from it as like a song came on. Yeah, that's never happened. That's so funny you say that because like I recently kind of took a step back from mics and a number of people were like, when are you back from your hiatus? Right. And I was just like, I'm just... I need to record podcasts and I also work full time. Yeah. So I'm just trying to be a person. Well, who's, they don't make you know, you, like it's. Yeah. And it's also like they are hard on your mind. God, are they ever. It's good not to. Uh, it's good not to. The amount of people that you see that they're just like doing it forever. And it's like, this isn't fun for you. Yeah. And not that I'm saying this about you, but they're like not getting better either. So it's yeah. like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> like what are you getting out of this? What the hell are you doing? Why are you doing it this yeah, way? Like yeah. why do you keep why do you keep torturing yourself? Yeah, really? you're just, yeah, literally you're just torturing yourself. Yeah. So this is a question I asked uh, I had Justin Shaw on recently. Mm-hmm. I was curious. Have you ever had a show or a moment where you did want to quit? Like where it was so bad that you went Yes. This I don't know if this is worth it. I uh I can remember it was at my friend's show at this place in Toronto. It was called Clandestiny at the time. Now it's called the Underground Comedy Club. It actually doesn't exist anymore, but it's a promoter. So, and it was like this club was like really good. It was like a pot room, but it was set up like a club. And uh, this is like my first year. And uh, I went there, and there were all these like people I like was like. At, in awe of at the time and it was just them like there was no audience and I had performed with that in front but it was all like oh, a fellow open micer so I didn't care but this was like oh shit I want to impress all these people and then uh, and then I fucking and I was so stoned and I I just started talking and I bomb, I was bombing so hard and then uh, a comic at the back I was like looking around and I was like I must have had a pleading look on my face like I, it was the closest I've ever come to just like walking off the stage like, Fuck. like doing that thing and then uh, one of my somebody in the back was like one of the comics was like giving me a thumbs up like keep going and then I powered through and finished the set and then oh, um, nice. yeah that was uh, the closest I ever came to quitting and now uh, and now I never think about quitting <laughs> <laughs> not once no. and how long did that crushing feeling like stay was it like did you kind of get over it quickly, or yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I, yeah, like yeah, because you just you just move on, you do another. Also, show I'm like and... not really a pro though. It's weird for me to be talking about this stuff. That's the other <laughs> thing. Do you just... not consider yourself a pro? Well, I I am because I'm I sort of am. Yeah, a sort of pro. A sort of pro. I mean, I I technically write professionally. You write. That's more of your. But the I like, couldn't is... make money off doing stand up. Yeah, fair. Like I'm not 
with the clubs anymore. I'm I can't do yuck yucks, so there's not a ton of options. You know, right? Yeah, so. That's I mean, fair. I'm good. I think I'm good. You're damn good. Yeah, but I don't think I'm. It's weird to like give advice when I'm like, I don't know what to do. No one do anything. <laughs> <laughs> I truly don't know what to do. I love that though. I don't even have that, an agent. Well, that makes that that's kind of reassuring because it's just like, yeah, okay, we're all just doing this weird thing. None of us know what the fuck we're doing. Yeah, it's fucking weird. <laughs> it's fucking so weird to do. Yeah. And there's like ten jobs here in Canada. <laughs> in Can- what are they doing it? Uh, there's like. Well, there's more. I don't know. There's like, <laughs> I don't know how many Canadian comedy shows are there. Yeah. Uh, there's like four. Yeah. And, and then so there's writing jobs and all of those. And then there's like 10 people that make money off actually performing stand-up. <sighs> and that's it. <laughs> Live your dreams, kids. Mm-hmm. Whatever you want it to be in junior high. Just to make sure you don't do it in Canada. Just don't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go to the States. Yeah. Did you, was there anything you wanted to be when you were younger? Like, did you have something in mind when you were a little Oh, kid? I guess I wanted to be an actor, actually. Like, oh, okay. That was like when I was like probably like 12 or 13. And before that, I guess I was a hockey player. I nice. Guess. And then, uh, yeah. And then, and now here you are. Yeah. And, and then, well, then I was in a band for a while. You were real, in a band? Real, real, uh, real star is born uh, type of uh, thinking. <laughs> I was in a band. Yeah, we were called Renderware. I was the very bad singer. It was like a punk band. Stop it. Yeah. Renderware. Like, like yeah, it's yeah. So do you still play? No, no, no. Uh, I didn't even play. I just went like, hey, baby, like that. <laughs> Like I just had that voice, like "Come on, let's party" kind of thing. And uh, did you play anything or just sing? I can play guitar well enough that I can be very annoying. If that, not in a bad way, but in the way where I'm like, check this other one out. You know, like, right, right. I can really time suck. Oh, uh, so yeah, I can pl- kind of play guitar, but that's fun enough where I can like impress an uncle. <laughs> <laughs> not a dad. Yeah, not a dad, exactly. I can impress a dad, but an uncle would think I'm What about cool. a girl at a host party? Well, I don't think that it works to impress any girl ever now, right? I mean, back in the day when that was possible. Yeah, back in the day? Back in the day when that was possible and not like an annoying sign of douchebaggery, uh, I would say it depends how... Um... Depends on how drunk they were? <laughs> no, no, I was going to say dumb, but then I dumb. realized that was really mean, but... <laughs> Yeah. We talked about this at Gus's, the, the, our love of '80s music. Yes, big, big. Well, I, I like 80s. a big. I like a big, uh, a big windswept ballad. You yes. know, big, big ballad, big cheesy feeling. Give me, give me a mood to get caught up in. Take me away, uh, <laughs> Jefferson Starship or whatever. Take me away. Take me away on your gleaming Tron highways. And you want to feel like you're in a spaceship when you're listening. To I want to feel like I'm on a spaceship. Uh, but I'm driving to get back my ex. <laughs> I'm driving across. That's the big heart that. ballads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great one. Yeah. It, what, who do you think is the most underrated '80s? Oh, um, there's like that band. Uh, I think Simple Minds or whatever, and they do. Um, I think they do. Don't you forget mm-hmm. about me. Mm-hmm. But then they also have this other song. This is more song. They have another song called Alive and Kicking. Alive and that song is kicking. sick. Oh, no, you know what it Shit. is? It's Tears for Fears. Tears for Fears is the most underrated. They are very underrated. They're amazing. And they have some good fucking songs. They got, yeah, they got good songs, good albums. They're sick. They are. Because yeah. they did they did a bunch of songs in Donnie Darko, which is one of my favorite movies. You love so Donnie Darko. I love Donnie Darko. Right. 
I uh, I did. I don't know if I would watch it ever again. It's, really? It's attached to my uh, yeah. It's attached to my uh, like my the Garden State part of my personality. Oh that no! I had, to, I had to jettison into space. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, this was a phase I don't want to yeah. return to in yeah, my this life. This is when I was trying to be interesting. <laughs> is that like, like, were you kind of like an emo kid? Yeah, I was very, <gasps> I wasn't, well, not emo, like, not actually emo in terms of the genre of music, though I would, but more like, sort of like, in, in my head, I was like, I'm tortured. Brooding. I was brooding. Eh. I don't know if anyone would know I was brooding externally, but I think internally I was brooding, yeah. What age was this? When did I stop? Brooding. <laughs> uh, probably 17 to 25. Uh, okay. Yeah, those are probably my most emo years. That's like wild. the kind of the kind of guy who went and saw the national and then it convinced me to get back together with a girlfriend that I shouldn't have. Like <laughs> like that kind of like going coming back from the concert being like, the national's right. Me and me and Beth should get back together. And like <laughs> Beth. Yes. Yeah. It's of course a Beth. It was a Beth. Oh my gosh, that's so funny, Kyle. Do, do you know Kyle Carpenter? Yes, I know. Who yeah, yeah, yeah. He he we he talked about a similar. Oh really? Thing. He did the same thing. He said he had a whole thing. He seems like a sad boy too. Where and he's he has a joke with a national. And yeah, it's, yeah, it's really. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, really. Yeah. Fun. I could I could smell a fellow sad boy. Yes. I'm like, oh, this guy's Please. this guy's tried to cry to Wilco. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking perfect and so true. I gotta send yeah. that clip to Kyle. He'd appreciate it. Yeah. Um, but okay, so Jordan. So we're gonna get into the first segment, which is the assumption segment. I can't wait. Don't punch me in the face. Ow. Um, this is a, a new thing I'm doing on the show where I have segments and I'm trying to be organized. Um, so I'm gonna let you know what I assume about you based on what I, I know. You know, interactions we've had, <laughs> online presence, listening to your comedy album. Okay, I assume that you rarely get mad at people. Oh. Um, Laid back. Even keel. You don't... I can't see you getting worked is, up at somebody. Well, I do, but I don't express it. Okay, so I'm kind of <laughs> right then, right? You are right. I am... I, I don't fully... I don't actually... Um, I would say I, uh, I'm, I'm definitely am, I would say chill. I yes. That's, ch that's, that's am, a good word I for it. Chill. But I also get mad a lot, but I, I, I just kind of fume and then I get, I do get over it though. I do don't stay mad. I, I get, I can get mad. I can be like, some things really upset me and then, but I don't act on it. And then, but then it also goes away. I'm not like carrying around a bunch it of It doesn't, bullshit. you don't, you don't hold things with you like not really not no. really yeah. not anymore i used yeah. to more because yeah. i also feel like because you're from ontario right yeah sault st marie is that a big city no. small city small it's like it would let's just say it would fit in nova it would it, it could easily be one of the towns in nova scotia really people make fun of, yes. oh shit yes it's it's no rural nova scotia is like northern ontario where you're like Wow, beautiful. Oh, God, everyone's unemployed. Like, it's like that kind of situation. So. Yeah, beautiful landscape. Mm -hmm. Everyone's depressed as fuck. Yeah, exactly. So, um, That's interesting, because you yeah. live in Toronto now. Yeah. Kind of permanently. Because um, that was the other thing. I was like, because I feel like you're someone who has that small town humbleness where... 
Yeah. I don't get like a stuck up vibe from you at all, which is what I would get from a lot of people who Damn, come from Toronto. I'm trying to give that off. <laughs> but everyone who comes from Toronto is like from a small town, I would say. Do you think? Yeah, yeah a, lot, a, lot a lot of them. them. A, lot a lot of them, yeah. Most of, the people, most of the people are like me where they're like, you know, they got a university degree so that they could pretend they were slick, you know, and then move to the city yes. and try to be cool. How, what was the move to Toronto like? Like adjusting from... Small well, I went town to a, I went to, to a school in a different place. I went to school uh, in a place that's like an hour and a half from Toronto, but it was closer. Oh, nice. it, or it was same size as Sault Ste. Marie, and so I would go down to Toronto more. So then I uh, warmed up, I guess, yeah. by going there. And then uh, yeah, it was pretty chill. It wasn't it wasn't too hard. It's, moving to Toronto is not like like it's not like moving to L.A. from Kansas in, ni- in the 1950s. You know what I mean? Like it's not that crazy. You're <laughs> no, like, it really isn't. You're like, it's pretty oh, easy to figure out. The KFCs are fancier. <laughs> 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 if anything, they're probably maybe less fancy. No, no, they're fancy now. The KFCs in Toronto—they're all getting like gentrified. Are they really? Yeah, there's one near my house, and it used to be a, like a. It was from like the 60s, and it had a big bucket as its sign, like a big, huge, oh, I love like that. as big as this room. And it's kind of kitschy, and it looked a bit gr- like grody, but it wasn't like it wasn't like rundown or anything. But they knocked it down. And they put up a fucking like glass apartment building, and now there's like a fancy KFC in the building, and it looks like you would have a business meeting there. You're like, meet me at the uh, glass KFC oh, at shit. Dundas and Dover Court or whatever. And I'm like, it's too, it's much too fancy. So gotta say, the KFCs are fancy. That's dangerous as fuck having a KFC in an apartment building. I know it's. I would actually kind of go crazy. I wouldn't like that smell in my apartment building all the time. I love the smell of KFC. I mean, I'd like it. I, At first. I like it. Yeah, I like. I like a five minute, like little whiff of it. I don't like living in a KFC. Yeah. That'd be fucking crazy. I think you'd wake up and talk about night terrors. You'd wake up thinking the fucking colonel's trying to kill you. <laughs> I had a boyfriend. Imagine that you have like a, one of those sleep paralysis things, and then on the foot, corner of your bed, he's like, "I have the best recipe for chicken." You're like, "No, I, I can't move." Fuck! I had a boyfriend who worked at a KFC, and, wow. and he, I know, right? This was high school, though. Yeah, in all fairness, okay. I used to work at a Pizza Hut, same company. Ooh, oh yeah, nice. Uh, and he told me like what went into making the gravy, and it's yeah, it's just essentially grease and. Leftover gunk from that's what gravy is normally, though. I guess KFC, it that's is. actually better than I thought it was gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you're gonna be like, it comes in a bag already made like that, and no one asks anything. I do fucking love KFC, but it is one of those foods that, like, as soon as I eat it, I regret it. Like, as soon yeah, as I yeah, have, I think, yeah. more than five bites, it's the most I like just that. go, Ugh. I don't think I ever want KFC again. Really? If I live my whole life not eating another KFC, I'm all right. There's better fried chickens, yeah, way better. Man. We don't need to live in this life anymore, this KFC life. Get it together. KFC, come back to me later. Popeyes is good. Apparently, I've never had it. Popeyes, but I is, hear good things. Uh, the chicken is good. The chicken sandwich that everyone got hyped about isn't very good. Oh, really? It's not as good as the other ones. Oh shit! Burger King's got a better one. Burger King. Wendy's has a better one. Wendy's yeah. has good chicken be- sandwiches. Yeah. Fucking love fast. Are you a fast food guy? Uh, yes. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, uh, like not every day, but Fuck I no. do. It's normally. I should rephrase it. It's not that I'm a fast food guy. It's that I I drink a lot. 
<laughs> so those are the options available to yes, you. Yes, I drink I'd... a lot. So yes, I have I have a fair amount of fast food. Yes. Fuck. Yeah. It's uh, it's so tough. Uh, last night I thought I ordered monster sticks, and yeah. they brought me. Oh no. A. <laughs> What, a what combo, a combo platter oh. of onion rings and monster sticks. Like it was everything deep fry. Oh, okay. That sounds amazing. Yeah, you'd think. You'd uh -oh. think. Too much. Where's this? It from? was all uh, Alexandra's, which is like a late night pizza place. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't like. No, I think I've actually ordered that before, it's... and I think it was gross. It was not. I don't like good. any of that shit. I don't I'm... want anything that's not fries. Yeah. Like matzo sticks and jalapeno poppers and everything else. Like I do love monster sticks though. Every, when they're done right. Yeah, I guess. They're they're done right. Yeah, that's true. I can't I can't completely dismiss the idea of a matzo stick. <laughs> it's deep fried that's cheese. the quote from Jordan's yeah. <laughs> That's true. I can't completely dismiss a matzo stick. At my funeral, that. he said he couldn't completely dismiss a matzo stick. <laughs> Giving everyone a matzo stick? <laughs> yes, even you, vegan Charlie. It's just, I love to just love cheese, but. Cheese yeah, rocks. Cheese is the best. Um, Next segment, shall we? Next segment. So what was your assumption do that I chilled? Yeah. <laughs> that was my assumption. Well, and also. That I you, just think you're chill. chill. Oh, yeah, sure. No, I you guess. don't get mad. That you don't, you're not someone who yeah, actually, I can but see you. But do people who get mad even admit that they get mad? Uh, I yeah. Like uh, yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, I think that they do, and I think it's sports. more obvious. I can't picture you like raising your voice at anybody. It's only happened like five times in my life, and every five times it's been the best moment ever. Really? Oh, was it like bosses? Like, what was the situations? Friends? Uh, yeah, friends. I would most of the time like there's like it's it's happened to like one friend like three times. Uh, oh, one friend three three well, times. Yeah, he's just kind of tiny and annoying, so you kind of get mad at him. Um, <laughs> like a little dog. Yeah, like a little dog, like a actually. Yeah, exactly. Like, stop it. Yeah, like yeah, exactly. And it's like, <laughs> then fuck, shut the fuck up. Um, but it does feel good. I do have to say. Well, I mean, probably because you don't do it so much that when it yeah, does happen, it, it probably feels good. Um, but we're on to the next one. I don't have. Oh yeah, I do have music for the rant segment. We're doing the rant. I need to rant. <laughs> Um, Jordan. Yes. Do you have a rant for me? Okay. Do I have a? This is different than my unpopular opinion, so this will be my rant. I am a big, uh, I'm a big juice guy. I'm loving juice. I, lo I, I eat a lot. I drink a lot of smoothies or a lot of fruit juices. Um, I have a giant jug of lemonade in my fridge right now, which was very embarrassing to carry around. It's like three liters. And then I was walking around with it last night, and I felt like a fucking serial killer. And then it was my big jug of lemonade. But my rant is that no one has ever nailed, like, these juice places that make juice and smoothies and stuff. They don't work as a business model. It doesn't make sense. Because it's like, you go in, and if there's one other person in there, they're fucking dead. It takes so long, and you're like, oh, my God, this is going to take forever but then they can't have another person in there because they'll go out of business because like there's at most there's like three people in there yeah anyways so that's my rant <laughs> <laughs> juice places <They're... laughs> juice places are a bad business model and we got to figure something else out they either need to be faster or something needs to happen because it just takes too long are there i feel like there's not a lot in halifax there's booster there's juice tons. are there 
Maybe yeah, we should not seen them. Sprout therapy. Oh, that shit. Though. There's like, fucking one called Harvest. There's oh, a bunch of those around. are like really Harvest healthy. Yeah, harvest is good. So you're into like the healthy, healthy juices. No, right? I just love juice. Just any juice? Yes. Apple or orange? Oh, I, I, other than apple, I don't like apple juice. Yeah, but other than that, <laughs> I'm like so but I'm talking bad orange juice, good orange juice, <laughs> smoothies, fancy ass cold pressed ones that you drink in like two seconds that cost fifteen. Like it's like, oh, I just spent the price for the price of a movie. I just drank a juice in two minutes. Christ. <laughs> um, but I'll do that too. Like the charcoal ones where you're like, this juice is lemon, charcoal, and fish. And I'm like, ooh, interesting. <laughs> no, Do you ever make kidding. your own? Well, I, I used to work at a um, uh, place in Toronto, this coffee shop that had a juicer. And it was just, it looked like it was medieval. It was like this huge, like it looked like baby Superman had crash landed in it. It was like big and like steel. And it was so fucking loud. And yeah. it was... And it would bounce across the counter. So every time someone ordered a juice, I'm like, fuck. And then I'd have to be like, <laughs> and this thing would be like, <laughs> like it was like steam. It should have been like a steam engine. Like I should have to be like, one second. <laughs> and then like it would just like bounce around. That's terrifying. So no, I haven't made any juice since then. I have a juicer if you want it. No, I don't like making juice. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I like having it made for me promptly is... and without waiting. Yeah, yeah. It takes forever, and then there's shit everywhere. Yeah, I know that's it's fair. Well, it's very wasteful. It's it's truly. I enjoyed the juicer for the for maybe two weeks, and then I was like, this is actually way more work than it's so much work than it than I thought it would be. Yeah, and and also. People think it's like healthy and stuff, but doesn't like the nutrition go down when you juice things? I heard you're, that somewhere. You're, you're nodding does. affirmatively over there. <laughs> oh, you're like, okay. believe yeah, me, it does. I mean, yeah. I'm learning smoothies. I yeah. Smoothies I can fuck with because like they feel like a meal if you make a good smoothie. I love, yeah, exactly. Love a smoothie, especially one with espresso in it. Oh my god! Holy shit! Now espresso I've had, now and I've had smoothie? breakfast. I've put bananas, maybe does, some almond butter. Oh, an espresso okay. shot. God, now we're a raspberry. We'll throw a raspberry just in there. One raspberry, <laughs> one. There I you go. I just a little treat for myself. A little treat just, for me. We're just going to treat ourselves. Yeah, one raspberry and I'm on my way. <laughs> the little raspberry. That was a bad rant. I'm sorry. I no, I like that rant. Fun. I like when and it's specific like, to you. About? No, I like that. I've just now I've now I'm thinking and I don't think I've ever noticed that not many people work at juice places. But I don't go to enough of them. Yeah, I'm in them all so. the time. And if there's literally one other person in there, I immediately go back out. You're like, uh, I'm, I'm like, this is going to take fucking like 20 minutes. Does it really take that long? It takes forever. If there's another person in front of you ordering a juice, it is a long time. Because I find Starbucks to be also the same. Although they have lots of people working there. But I find that is a... You, you can't just go in and get a quick Starbucks. Yeah, unless, you you're, unless you're getting just... Brewed coffee. Yeah, you gotta get brewed coffee. But if you're getting anything other than that, it takes a long time. It takes at least it takes uh, 16 seconds a shot if you're doing it right. At Starbucks? I think so. I don't know. I used to be a barista. <laughs> oh, did was, you? There was like a time. Oh where, shit. Oh yeah, I can make the little thing. Oh. I can make the little uh, leafy thingamajig. The little cappuccino. I can latte. do a little bit of latte art. You know? oh. oh yeah, I can make it look cool too. I can do the pour. I can oh. make it say, "Help me." <laughs> They have my family, I, and I can't. Please get 
help. <laughs> Please they, give me health Would benefits. you like another one? Because my family is being held in the back right now. <laughs> act like this act like this doesn't say yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm impatient with with I'm just impatient. Well, we're no, all I'm getting more impatient. impatient. Yeah. It takes a lot of work to be patient now. We're not used it's, to it. We're losing practice at it. Not a lot of, we, we, nobody nobody wants to wait anymore. No. People get crazy, especially now after COVID. Everyone's lost their fucking mind. I'm a big fan of instant gratification. Yeah, rules. Like, for example. <laughs> it's, I... it's way better than distant gratification. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> De- just... Oh, yeah. You know what's great? Delayed gratification. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I think of juices, like the way that you talk about juices, like you, you just enjoy the meat made for you. Mm-hmm. I'm the same with just any type of cooking. I hate cooking. Oh, really? I hate going through the... So I made... I wanted to make a butternut squash pasta yeah. the other day. Mm-hmm. How's and your counter space? Not good, This as is you can a big see. issue. If you had more counter space, you'd enjoy it more. And maybe that's so much of the issue in the problem. Totally. This is stressful. Yeah, you're like, oh, fuck, I got noodles everywhere. <laughs> oh, god damn it. My noodles in the sink. Fuck. <laughs> I got fucking like, squash everywhere. Yeah, I got what squash going on everywhere. Here? I don't have enough pots. I need another pot. Ow. <laughs> well, my thing was, was like, I thought I could buy, because Sarah, producer Sarah here, yeah. told me you can go buy cubed butternut squash at the grocery store. You can. I've seen and this. And you can't. Thank you. I, no, this I exists. Knew that you, could. you went to the wrong grocery store. I went to Sobeys. Well, I don't know what to tell you. You should have went, su- went to Superstore. Well, there we go. You can buy like cubed fucking anything now. You can buy like Cauliflower rice, mm. which is like tiny cubed, uh, tiny, tiny, tiny cubes, and they call it cauliflower rice, even though it's just tiny shapes. Are, are they cube shape? Well, there there would be in a if you could shrink down, <laughs> or you could make them larger. Okay, they're like crushed cauliflower. I mean, yeah, I assume if you can just, get that, you can get sweet potato cubes. Oh uh, yeah, I've seen or sweet potato squash. cubes, squash. but I was hoping to just get them cubed because I I don't like chopping anything, even onions. I just I I just don't like. Knives around me are not good. They're not good. Yeah, you. I'm a single lady. I don't have a roommate to help me with this. I don't have a guy to help me with this. So, anyways, but what's 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 this? Staying alive? (laughs) (laughs) Nobody's around to help me not kill myself. (laughs) Got it. I mean, honestly, that That, too, though. Yeah, yeah, that too. I just have the cat. The cat would just be like, "Sweet, I can eat her now." Do it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I'm gonna fucking eat you. I'm gonna, do, I'm gonna do that thing when the detective's coming here. I'm gonna be eating your eye. Oh, God. That's too dark. That was too dark. My rant was about juice, and now I'm talking about a, your cat eating your eye. Juice, right? Juice to cat. Juice to cat. Tandem. I rant about juices, and also your cat will eat your corpse if you're not careful. If you let the darkness take you. <laughs> But so I wanted to make this butternut squash pasta and I had to cut a whole fucking butternut squash yeah. with shitty Walmart knives. Mm, bad and knives. I, had, I had to buy a new knife. Cooking's which was really 25 something. bucks, yeah. by the way. Knives are pricey. Why are they so pricey? That's not even a good knife. 25 bucks? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm cheap. Yeah. No, no, no. I get it. I have cheap ass knives too. The thing is about cooking, you got to. The more you invest in it, the more fun it is. I, and, I mean, easier said than done, obviously. I have not set myself up for success with yeah. cooking. Do you have nice stuff? It makes you want to cook a bit more. I bought a nice uh, cookbook uh, two weeks ago. And, oh, um, nice. I made one recipe out of it. And uh, I think that's probably all I'll end up doing. But again, it's very tempting. Was it good? It was awesome. 
Is it really good? So that's my thing. Anytime I so I I get a lot of these fucking recipes from fucking TikTok because they make them look yeah, so good yeah, yeah. and quick and easy and simple. And then I make them and like the, I love butternut squash, but when I made this pasta, it didn't taste like anything. Yeah, sometimes you can that's fuck them up. So sad. I went I one time. Like, uh, my girlfriend and I tried to make this like beef stew, red wine beef stew that uh, so delicious. Yeah, and our friend had made it, and she sent us the recipe. And then somewhere along the way, I fucked it up so bad that it just ended up being overcooked beef sitting in red wine. And then we were drunk in like an hour, and it was like so disgusting. We were like, ow, ow, my head. (laughs) Were you drunk off the stew specifically? Drunk off the stew. (laughs) Drunk off the stew. I love a stew. I can do a stew. There are certain things I can make. But I just everyone's got a couple dishes. But I don't like cooking because I don't like to eat leftovers and it goes to waste. And I feel like I've spent all this money and done all this work. You know what sucks about cooking when you're single? Yes, everything, everything, everything sucks. And then also when you're done, you're like, that's it, eh? (laughs) 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 All right, now I'm gonna eat this by myself. That's exactly it. I'm gonna eat. I'm gonna like crouch over the coffee table and eat it as I pick something on Netflix, and then you're done. You're like, ah, oh, now I gotta clean all this shit up. And I never do. Usually, I have a nap. Right but the after. thing is, that's why you gotta invest in the cooking experience, because the cooking. You know, you put on a podcast, you move around the kitchen, you taste it, then you have your little time to yourself. It's a nice little time. But if you don't have good stuff, not a lot of counter space, that it's, not gonna, will... it's not gonna be fun. And also the time that you make a good point. I feel like I'm rushed a lot of the time. Oh, you got stuff to do. Places so to I don't take a night. Like if there was just a Saturday night, where yeah, you go, gotta, I'm making this thing. That's what your night. Yeah, that's the only time I do it, and that's why I don't do it a lot because I'm also I'm also like busy. But, as fuck. but if I if I if I if I commit to it, then it's like oh, I'm always like oh, that was so nice. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was so nice. Even when you're alone. What a nice person I am. Uh, yeah, it's nice. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Someone loves you, though. Yeah, that's true. It does help. Yeah, it does help cooking. <laughs> it does yeah. help. Like, someone I... is worried about me, yes. Yeah, someone's, <laughs> someone's going to find someone, your body. Someone gets worried, yeah. Do you ever think about, like, if you did die, what the first tip-off would be? That Ooh, you're dead? that's a fun question. Oh, my God. Not counting, like, not being at work or something? Like, yeah, like let's just sit. Well, I guess that would be a good tip off. Yeah, but let's not. That's not a fun one. Uh, yeah, how would people know that I was dead? <laughs> <laughs> During the summer, a lot of us would play basketball, and uh, I heard about we this had, basketball thing. Yeah, I've carried it here, and on a, I'm like a missionary. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, there's like I had a pretty good Facebook basketball league going on with some other people, and if I stopped going to that. That would be a sign. I think maybe that, that's something that people would Outside go. Outside of work and my girlfriend, that would probably be the big one. Right. And do you, do you talk to her, like, when you're away, do you talk to her, like, very regularly throughout the day? Yeah, like, if I didn't respond to any text messages she sent throughout the day, she'd probably start being worried. That's, that would be... Yeah, that would be... That would be. I think she would probably be concerned. Yeah. I get. I get. Uh, I'd be a little bit worried. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She starts. She starts being like, like what "Hello." The fuck? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. true. If I didn't even do one response. Yeah. It's true because Andrew Vaughn, the day that I found out he died, I sent him a message in the morning. I just went, "That's strange. You didn't write me back." Yeah. Motherfucker was dead. There you go. See. See Text your friends back. How did, he get, how did people find him? Um. 
His roommate found him. Oh my god, that's horrifying. Yeah. Wow. And it, it was kind of a situation where like he he saw that he like was in his room, not moving, but he was kind of just like he's just oh. sleeping. He's just sleeping in. Oh. Um like he like walked by the door and and like kind of saw. Oh my um, god. That's but horrible. he was just in bed he was just in bed though, because it could have just looked like a sleeping man. In I know, bed. but that's what's like horrifying about it. You're right? Like, you're like, God damn. But then like uh, eventually it was like, oh, it's been a while. Damn. Yeah, so yeah, pretty brutal. That's awful. Holy fuck. Right? Can you imagine? No. Yeah. That's awful. Yeah, that's he has horrifying. a lot of good material out of it though. Who is it? <laughs> uh, Richard Allen. He's also a comic. Oh, I've never met him. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's crazy. Isn't that insane? Yeah, that's fucking But crazy. see, if that happened to me. No one would know. Only Mindy would know. Your, I live it'd be, alone. It'd be your next scheduled podcast guest. I was literally thinking that. <laughs> That's why you I have to keep doing this podcast so you not. don't die. I was, I was thinking about that today. Because last night I was thinking about death a lot for some reason. <laughs> don't make your poor <laughs> producer worried about you. Good Lord. I do think She's got to fucking edit this I thing. I should Never... probably check on you all the time. Yeah, yeah. She's like, oh, God, I got to edit this thing and have to check on you every hour. Christ. I was what thinking that this? Sarah. Yeah, I'm going to have to flash cut this fucking thing and like make sure you're cooking the squash. <laughs> I was thinking it would be you showing up and be like, she's not answering the door. Yeah. And then you would probably show up and go like, this like is not she like didn't, her. She... <laughs> she like how she did an impression of she? you. <laughs> <laughs> and like she's annoyed, like you're mad at her. <laughs> My guys is not like her. Yeah. I do sadly think that for me it would be not posting on Instagram stories. Uh, <laughs> that people would think I was dead. <laughs> I yeah, you do do that. a lot of stories. I have noticed I that. Do. You're one of those people on Instagram oh, when you God. look at the top of the stories. I'm like, go, there's no. like fucking forty in there. I know. What is happening? It's bad. I'm trying to get it. I'm trying to make it better. Yeah, you got to chop that in half. I got to chop that. I got to chop that in more than half. Well, yeah. no, you can't. Like three corn dead. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For, no, well, the first story no. is yeah. no, no, no. You gotta post enough that people don't think you're dead, but <laughs> but not because people have reached out and gone like, "Hey, you're not posting." Hey, this I, is Instagram. And I go, well, I don't have a lot of real life friends, so that's why I'm yeah, posting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm trying to make a connection, reach out, <laughs> trying to do something. Yeah. But it is funny when people people like send me like just checking in message, and it's like people that like you, you're not really close with, but like. That might like follow you and stuff. Oh, that's and they're nice. Like, they're like, are they okay? And then I have to be like, just having a bad day. <laughs> right. <laughs> Didn't want to post that's, that's kind nice. of thing. Yeah, it is nice. That's interesting. It but, seems like Instagram's worked for you. Because <laughs> when you don't post, people check in. That's nice. It is nice. I, I don't know what would make people then go, she might be actually dead. Like, do well, something Well, it sounds like you it. respond. One of these people yeah. message you and you didn't respond. I generally respond. I've deactivated it a couple of times, though. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta do that. Every <laughs> I love how I'm talking about Instagram like it's literally like heroin. It is like heroin. It's <laughs> it incredibly is, addictive. It's yeah. like the same. Are you are you are you um a f like big social media guy? Like, are you addicted? Like, like uh, I yeah, am. I'm very addicted to Twitter. Yeah. Oh, Twitter yeah, is the your worst thing. one to be addicted to. The most useless one. Yeah. Yeah. Is it? Unfortunately, is it? it used to be good. It used to be good to be addicted to. It went downhill. Though. You used to get jobs off it. That was true. And now you get jobs off of uh, Instagram and TikTok and shit. But Do it used to be Twitter used to be like, you know, oh, my God, this person like fucking Rob Delaney or whatever. He got oh. famous from Twitter. And so oh, and so all the every comic was like, let's get addicted to this one. And then and then I did. 
And then now it's like everything basically moved. Like Instagram's the one you use if you want to like sell out a show or whatever. Yeah. And now TikTok. But I'm I'm addicted to Twitter. Like I I like I don't because for me I'm not like a I don't I've never been good at like selfies and shit like that. And I like writing more. So that's you why like I words. Like, I like words. And so that's what Twitter's fun for. But now, like, the only people on Twitter are other writers, annoying yeah. media people, and deranged lunatics. <laughs> do you mean comedians? <laughs> I guess so, yeah. I, I basically did describe only comedians there, but yeah. I do, I do follow a lot of comics on there. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it's still funny, but, but it's also, like, crazy. But it's also, like, now it's like, oh, now I'm just addicted to this thing. There's no, because before I'd be like, you got to be on it. Everyone's on it. And now it's like, oh, well, now I'm just addicted to this particular taste. Right. Like some people, like Instagram, I do go on, but I don't find it as addictive as Twitter. I, I find, see, I'm the opposite. I find Instagram to be, I, well, actually, I think TikTok's the most addicting for me. Right. That's the biggest time suck because that's just like, ooh, little, little mini movies. Yeah, little yeah, mini yeah. movies. Oh, yeah. You know, you like, can really time suck on it for sure. Fuck, man. Yeah, it's yeah. fucking insane. Like, I don't watch actual TV shows anymore. Oh, why would you? It's so much easier to just be like, <sighs> but I don't want to be this way. I want to change. I want to change. Well, um, I believe in you. Yeah. Oh, there we go. That's why she's gonna keep you alive. <laughs> That's why I'm gonna check on you every day now. <laughs> like people, people talk about shows like Love on the Spectrum is out now. I want to. I really like the first season of that. I want to watch that, but instead I just. I believe I just, in you. I think I just, you can watch Love on the Spectrum season two. <laughs> I know you have it in you. <laughs> you got this. You got this. You Don't let the not. bastards keep you down. You can watch a reality show. <laughs> you will not lay on your phone I love that for you have three like, hours yeah. and scroll TikTok. You have like a, a, a goals board or whatever, and it's like, <laughs> watch love and whatever that is. Love on got. the spectrum. Watch love on the spectrum. Finish love on the spectrum. <laughs> Pick love on the spectrum. <laughs> There's just like there's so many shows that people say are good and hacks. I want to watch hacks. Okay, this is my other rant. Oh yeah, tell me. Not my unpopular opinion. This is my rant, but I can do that too. I hate because sometimes people be like, "Oh, you got to watch this show," and I'm like, "What episode can I start on?" I don't like starting before it gets good. And they're like, "You got to watch the first one." I'm like, "No, I don't. I'm fucking smart. I can figure out a show like before it." You know what I mean? Because some shows get good in the second season. Some shows get good episode four. I'm like, just tell me when it gets good. I don't want to fucking yeah. Tell me like yeah. Like, Cut to the chase. But everyone's like, you got to watch the first one. No one will ever tell me when it gets good. Oh, I hate that. People won't tell you. Um, They're like, you have to do what I did. Yeah, that's 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 an annoying one. Especially when a show has like 16 seasons. Yeah, exactly. Seasons. I'm like, what are we doing here? Like, when does Billions like, get good? Anime, when does Billions get good? I never stop at season one. <laughs> I will go straight to season 10 and I'll figure it out. Which show? Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy. Oh, yeah. I mean, that show should not be still around. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> really what? Really, really took a chunk out of all the Grey's Anatomy I, heads. I hear out it's there. dreadful right now because, like, Is they it? went, they did a whole, they changed it. They made a whole part of the show be about COVID. Oh, uh, why? Why did yeah, they do that? Like Meredith almost died of COVID. Oh, Jesus really? Christ! <laughs> That's the hilarious. <laughs> That's crazy. I love that. And like so many of the main characters that people love left because the show's been going forever. I, that's great. I love that. Right? They, they took a shot. They took a they took a chance. And then took a shot in the dark. Yeah, they're like, maybe they want COVID. <laughs> It'll be like the Iraq war. No one will ever make media about it. 
<laughs> that people like. Were you a big Game, Game of Thrones person? I actually just watched it over the pandemic. I, oh, just, I just watched it this summer. Did you really? Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah? Well. What did you think of the end? Yeah, it's awful. It's one of the worst yeah. things I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> it's insane how badly they fucked it up. I couldn't yeah. believe it. I know. I was like, I was texting my friend the whole time because he was like a big fan. He's read all the books and stuff. And, uh, and like, I, when I started watching it, I was like, holy shit. I hate that I haven't watched this show yet because it's like, I, it's so good. It's like, the, it's really funny and it's about like, it's about like politics basically and stuff like that. And it's got like great characters and I'm like talking about how good it is. And he's like, yeah, man. And just wait. And then I was like, and I know it gets bad. I'm like, but I don't, I, I was like, I was excited to find. Where it got bad? Yeah. Cause it was like, I'm like, I, I cannot believe they made this that bad. Like it's all, it's, it's so good. How do they possibly achieve a badness in a way that people fucking hate it now? Right. And then I was watching, I was like, oh, that's how they did it. That's how they did it. It was really that bad. Said, there were some, there were some moments right before it got really bad that I really, oh, yeah, that were really damn good. There's still some good ones. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't regret the journey, but the ending is one of it's god awful. Yeah. It's well, you can tell me stop being on the books because it, it started becoming this. The screenwriting became very, uh, very cliched and like movie, movie. Show. Yeah. It became for the nerds. It became for the fans. It became like fan service the whole way through. It's like, wouldn't it be cool if these two hung out? And you'd be like, oh, I guess. <laughs> Isn't it crazy? And you're like, sure. I don't know. Um, going back to your rant about people telling you like they'll never tell you where to start in a show. What about if they said, "This is where it gets good." Yeah. If it doesn't hook you here, you you won't enjoy it. If it does, you're in for it. Um, but also said, but you for the context and for it to be as impactful, you do have to watch the the first episode to this point because there's a show I, I have in mind that's the sorry. leftovers. Uh, that the leftovers is the fucking example that makes me think of this. Shut everyone's up, really? like, Yes, because everyone's like the first season's bad, and I'm like, okay, well, it's, can I skip it? Everyone's like, no, and I'm like, well, I don't want. I'm just, I don't want to watch it then. There's an ep it's episode. I think it's episode four or five in the first season. There's a moment. Yeah. There's a moment, and I always say I'm like, that's the moment where it fucking ramps up. But you're not really gonna understand. Well, why that don't I just start from four and five? I just you I can't could. I just can't imagine that any TV show is it's not like they're like fucking like Russian literature. You're like well, I know I know they kinda of like you could say the Sopranos has and shit. Yeah. But like just tell me just tell me when it gets good and then I'll be invested then, but I'm not gonna be like, What's happening? There's no one on the earth anymore. Like, you know what I mean? I'll, I'll like fucking put it together. I'm like, yeah, there's no one around, everyone's sad, there's a metaphor happening. I'll, I'll pick up on Man, it. That is, it's but just, it, literally it is because the leftovers is the main one that where this happens, where that's I'm like wild. it's like you gotta watch the first one. And I'm like, but everyone says it's bad. And everyone's like, it is bad, but you gotta watch it. Like, oh. I don't think it's bad at all. I loved it. But I, I like dark shows. I like dark. No, but just the first season. Everyone's like, everyone's like, it's not as good as, and then they're like, the two and three are like, incredible, two and three are amazing. Yeah. I think all of them are amazing though. I would disagree with those people. I would fight those people. I would argue that the first three episodes are slow, but there's that moment in the fourth or fifth episode that you're like, Shit. Well, okay. All right. So that's what I'm saying, Jordan. Right. Well, that's a little better than what everyone's giving me, but it's I, might worth... just start, I might just start from ep four. But like mine is, uh, I, I just can't recommend Mr. Robot enough as oh, a show. Yeah. I, I hate uh, if my and an unpopular opinion is I think Rami Malek's the worst actor in the history <gasps> of the world and should be 
don't hate me for this, but it's time for an unpopular opinion. Banished. That's offensive. <laughs> Should be banished from screens. I'm, I just he sucks. He sucks at acting. Hang on. It's fucking crazy. He fucking sucks. What? Uh, based on what? Uh, the the Queen movie. Uh, uh, he's crazy bad in that. And then I just watched this movie. The bile comes to that movie, and then I watched this one, and I knew it was gonna be a bad movie. The like one Denzel watched in Jared Leto, where it's like. Jared Leto's like a serial killer or whatever. And he's like, Rami Malekson is like, a, it's called The Little Things. Rami Malekson is like a cop. And Rami Malek is so bad in it. You can't, oh, it, it's no. indescribable. Every line read, you're like, what? Do you, why did you say it like that? It doesn't make any sense. No one talks like that. You're, <laughs> you talk insane. Like, it's so weird. I'm like, what are, why, what are these line deliveries? It's like, yeah, it's so bad. It's crazy. Damn, I, hot fucking take. It's not even that hot. It, it, it's people, probably, will, people will understand one day. We're all going to be like, remember when we thought Rami Malek was good at acting? We fucking gave this guy did, an Oscar? Did you Get out of here. Did you watch Mr. Any, Mr. Robot? No, I haven't. Is it because of the Rami Malek hate? Yeah. Yeah. He's phenomenal in that show. I, I will give you everything else, but I stand by him being phenomenal, Mr. Robot. And right. but that is a show that ended, it ended on its own terms. So that's it. Just <laughs> like a marriage. It, it uh, <laughs> they're like we're gonna do three seasons, and that's it. We're done after that. But it's a really good three seasons. Okay, All right. that's what I. That's my TV recommendation. Please, that but, should be a segment. Ooh, TV rack. TV rack. For Sarah to try to watch. Sarah to Sarah. I think you both should do one. <laughs> Sarah to Sarah. Oh. Do you have a... Oh, you love TV. Do you I, have a, <laughs> I do love TV. <laughs> Everyone loves TV. What's, I would highly recommend Mindhunters on Netflix. Oh, yeah. I like Mindhunters. That that's my I'm favorite. a ghost and goblin and ghoul, dude. Uh, <laughs> and like any, Even when it's bad, there's so many... Like, there's so many... Anything that's a little spooky or serial killer, I watch it and then I can play to my girlfriend. I'm like, oh, this show sucks. She's like, they always suck. And I'm like, I know, I can't stop. I do the same thing. Like that Midnight Mass show. Have you watched this? With Midnight the, Mass? It's like the new, it's by the guy who did House on Haunted Hill. That was the show I was just going to say. That oh, show was Oh, so I, saw, I watched that whole thing. But then by the end, I'm like, oh, everyone's talking in a fucking monologue. It's so annoying. And then his new one is like, oh, all sure. monologues. It's crazy. I've never seen it done like it's so bad it's like everyone but i, I watched the whole thing because anything about goblins and ghosts, <laughs> ghosts and, serial killers. and serial Woo! killers death yeah. what about uh you no i don't watch i haven't watched you oh, you's not what i'm I talking about i haven't watched it it's gotta be, no it's gotta be like it's gotta be like seven Oh, okay, it's like yeah. that kind of shit. Okay, it's got, I'm gonna be. It's gotta be something where I'm like, that was twisted with an X, like that kind <laughs> of like, like like you spelled twisted instead of that last E. It's an X. Do you know what show I really miss? I have no idea what the fuck's going on with it. What? Um, I literally forgot the name. <laughs> Black, <laughs> Mirror! Black Mirror. Black Mirror. Black Mirror. My mind just blanked for a split second, going. You that know would be, the show. That's the end of the segment every time. It's just like you. Do you know? You should just describe the show. Oh, like badly describing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know the name, but it's, yeah. it's uh, Black Mirror. I miss, and I wish that they would come I think, back. I think it will come back, isn't it? Was it done? I don't know. I don't know if it's done. I haven't heard any rumblings. It kind of. It did kind of run its course, I think. Do you think? Yeah, yeah it's like I, by the I, yeah. yeah by the end you're like yeah phones are crazy. I get it. 
<laughs> Technology's weird, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Technology's fucking crazy. Man. Technology's gonna kill us. Yeah. I get it. I get it. Sure. I get it. Sure. Man, I just, yeah. I gotta watch more TV. No, it's, no, none gotta, of us do. I gotta. This I is my unpopular opinion. We watching TV is not a good thing. We no? all we've all tricked ourselves into thinking it's good. We're like, oh, there's so many good shows, and I'm like, it's still fucking TV. We should like, you know, go outside. We should go. <laughs> I mean, listen. I know, like that's I watch true. it. I'm like, it's crazy the idea that we think imbibing culture now is like, it's like a good thing. Mm. Like you're making yourself better by watching better shows. I'm like, this has no, it's fun, but it has like no effect. Fair. You know what I mean? I was actually thinking about that the other day. I was it's, like, it's insane. I was watching a movie and I was like, what? Why? Yeah. Like, what am I doing? Why am I <laughs> yeah. always? And, but then this idea of like, like this kind of thing that people always have where it's like, like the idea of self care as being like totally veg out and watch like and binge like shows like I'm like that's fun I love doing it like I literally did it last night but it's like it's this idea that it's good when it's like it's not good it's it's a, it's a net negative it or it's there's it's not good or bad but it's like it's not good it's not good yeah it's like it's like the way we talk about it it's like you got to watch this by the time you're done you'll be different it's like no I won't I'll be the exact same <laughs> shithead I was before you just like, you just you just didn't do laundry for yeah, a long yes, time. Yes, exactly. I just didn't do <laughs> chores or whatever. You just ordered a lot of takeout yeah. because you're not moving from one spot. Mm -hmm. I just, don't, I'm not a fan of the binge anyway. I don't, you like I don't, it. you like I don't, just parcel it out, little treats along the way. I might do three episodes at a time or something like that. Yeah. yeah but yeah. like, like these people who take like a whole day and yeah. watch a whole show. Yeah. Um, I got close with Shit's Creek. That's a show I really enjoyed. I never, I, uh, Never watched it. I hate Dan Levy. Dan Levy's that's also detest detestable. That's an unpopular opinion. Is it? Because yes, he's, he's very well, he's very well liked it, now, but he wasn't before. Everyone oh, hated shit. this guy. He was fucking loathed. Everyone who's ever worked with him in Canada is like he's an asshole. Oh shit! He I, is, I heard the opposite. He's an asshole. Oh no! Oh yeah. no! But maybe who? Maybe maybe both things can be true. Sometimes people are assholes, some and then not to others. You might have just. Have you met him? I've not met him, though. No. Okay. But you've heard things. I've heard things. Yeah. Okay. Just like I, an asshole. Nothing nothing cancelable. Nothing okay, just not nice. So you don't have to stop liking him or anything. Oh, There's no, no morality oh, okay, involved well, here. He's just That's a, okay though. Yeah, he's just an asshole. Okay. Yeah. Maybe it was a bad day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I and I'm just like I'm like it's I hate I can never respect pure nepotism either. Oh, Heart, I can't get behind it. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, oh yeah. I mean, this shows, yeah. Like, I'm like, your dad's, your dad is Eugene Levy, and yeah. your dad's best friend is Catherine O'Hare. Like, fuck off. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, that was the thing with girls. The show HBO show mm -hmm. Girls. A lot of criticism came out about like how they were just hired because of their parents, and they're very important. Yeah, parents. I mean, it definitely helps. It doesn't. It doesn't like. It'd be crazy to be like. Uh, it had nothing to do with it. Yeah. It'd be insane. Yeah. Like just a. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird that we act like that's not because it's like even if. At the very least, what it does is make you think much more that you can do it than other people because one, you have the money to fall back on, but also two, you know people in the field, so you're like. Oh, I know how to do this. I know how it, it it is an achievable job where it's like for most people, it's like when I was like in Sault Ste. Marie, I'm like, 
the only job I knew about that wasn't like block blue collar was like teacher. Like right. in my mind, like when I first moved to Toronto, I'm like, what does everyone do here? Like, I didn't know what <laughs> jobs everyone was doing. I'm like, there's all these offices. I'm like, Lots what the fuck? computer stuff. Yeah, like, whenever I see, like, a job, people are on a computer. I'm like, what with a headset. is that job? They uh, work with numbers. Yeah, exactly. So stock market. Yeah, something. Yeah, I'm marketing. Like, Lots of marketing. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, and then I'm like, what is marketing? And then <laughs> it's like, actually, though, what is what is that? Public relations. Oh yeah, what is that? Like, I don't know. <laughs> what is that? Yeah, I'm like, I, what was what that degree for? I, I, uh, I ask myself all the time. Yeah. I just go, oh, what? I, I I took PR like, oh, I mean, I'm pretty fucking old, but I, I graduated in uh, '09, yeah. um, and back then it was like PR was like here's how to write a news release. Right, okay. And now it's like, here's what's a news get, release? Yeah, 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 it's how to get followers, I guess. Yeah, how do you get, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Paid, like, Facebook ads, Instagram ads, like, it's just, it's totally changed, which is, sometimes school is uh, pointless. Did you go to actually, like, university or anything? What did you take? I took, um, I took cultural studies and history. Um, oh, okay. Yes, it was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I like <laughs> I like what I learned. It did not well, I guess it kinda helped me get yeah. a job in a roundabout way, but Yeah, yeah. If you were to turn back time, deg- would you take something different? No, no. Oh, that's good. Uh no. Uh I probably I also did a year of comedy school at Humber, which I would not have done. Don't do it. That's why <laughs> don't no one do that. Just start doing it. I've heard about this. Well, a couple of people have taken taken yeah, like, Travis. Travis took it. Nathan Macintosh. Yeah, tons of people took it. Uh, but uh, what was I gonna say? Learn the hard way. Just do open banks. Yeah, exactly. Well, you just have to start. <laughs> it just doesn't prepare you for that, so it's kind of a waste of time. Right. Though yeah, it did yeah, teach yeah. me one thing that is the only important thing. What's that? Move the mic stand. Yes. That's the only rule of comedy. <laughs> Fuck. That's hard. That's the hardest <laughs> part. That's it. Because that's when the audience knows if you're good or not. Oh, if you move it just totally out of the way. Yeah. Well, yeah. You got to get it out of the way. Yeah. It's if it's in the way, they're like, get that fucking mic stand out of the way. It's weird. Yeah. They know something's wrong. Yeah. The mics, the mic stuff. That's is, the uh, only actual. That's the only actual technical thing. Taking the mic, like mic stuff. Like what about the stool and your relationship with the stool? I, oh, I'm a stool humper. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, oh, I'm take. I'm ta- I, I don't. Never mind stool humping. I'm taking the stool on a date. Half the set, I like wine and dine the stool. I like do the lady in the tramp thing with it. Um, uh, it's really funny. Oh, I love the stool. But there is this like weird. I cliche, love the stool. This cliche about how bad comics like use the stool so much. I don't even. I don't even acknowledge it. What do you mean it. use it? Like I don't lean even on realize it. it's there half the time. Well, this is just... You got to use it. This is what, what I'm just getting from. What do you put your drink on? Comedy. Oh, so that's the other thing. I've never brought a drink up with me. Well, you got to bring yeah. a drink up. You're fucking going to get thirsty. These, these are all important things to do because so, then you feel lived in. It's like your room. It's a ooh. trick. It's a trick. It's not for you. It's for the audience. Because oh. then you bring up stuff. They're like, oh, this person knows what they're doing up there. They're not like nervous. They're nesting. Yeah, they're nesting. They made it at home. They've made it at home. Put, I'm mostly scared of knocking it over. That's my thing. The stool? My drink. Well, that's why you need a... F- Anytime there's a show and they put a stool on stage and it's fucking plush, I like want to go crazy. I'm like, don't you know what I'm using this for? It has to be hard. But yeah, gonna- <laughs> yeah if you knock your drink over, that sucks, but whatever. 
I mean, if you don't want it up there, but I'm saying that, that is the other benefit to having a drink is it helps you get better at uh, being natural. Yeah, I think I'm just still in that, like, I bring up a notebook. I bring up my phone to time myself and record myself. And I just feel like having a drink is going to be too many but things. Where do you put to those things? And the mask, I got to take the mask off, too. That's another element now. But where do you put those things? On the stool. Oh, well, then you do use a stool. I do, but I don't I don't I don't bring a drink up. I've, ne- I've oh, never, do- I've okay, never well, done yeah. that yet in no, uh, in comedy. Well, maybe I'll do that. The maybe I I'll do listen, that tomorrow like night. I said, I believe in you. <laughs> you can watch Sarah, it. you can do hard things. Yeah. You can you can put a dr- you can come on stage with a drink and then you can come home and watch 14 episodes of Love on the Spectrum. You have what it takes. You got the You got a fire burning inside of you. Aim low, Sarah. Fuck. That'd be so funny if I told you to bring a drink on stage and like (laughs) it went disastrously. Like you brought it up there, it spilled everywhere. You like electrocuted yourself. Like I'm like, oh no. (laughs) I think it's I'm also just scared of silence and when to take that sip. You know, like I would have to be don't be scared of the silence. What's wrong with the silence? It means they're not laughing, but that's fine. I just don't, I don't really Just like be comfortable it. with it. I don't really like it. When I was working on set, that's one of the things I told us. Like, be comfortable being awkward and be comfortable being in silence because you're going to be in silence a lot. And I was yeah, like, great. It's going to happen. Cool. I was almost a little too com- uh, com- uh, comfortable with the silence when I first started. I would do this thing where I would take a long time to start my set. I'd really let it build. And it's kind of from, like, basically when I did plays and stuff. Right. Uh, and so it was like, I took it from there. And it was bad. And ultimately, it backfired on me. Um and it was just kind of me overcoming with my nerves on stage. But I did think it ended up helping me because I just, it, I was fine, you know, more comfortable on stage. Interesting. Well, that's one thing I love about your company. You you seem very comfortable on stage. And like, you seem like you're always having fun up there. Like, there's yeah. some people I watch where I go, I don't think they're having fun. Yeah, exactly. You need to you have, know? they know when you're not having fun. They so know. They know. They When you're up there and you're like, I don't want to be up here. And like, I'm worried you don't like, they're like, because they're like, why the fuck are you doing this? <laughs> like, if you're not, why would you ever do this if you're not having fun? Like, fuck it's, you for making me feel like this. Right? It's like, like it's, you're being an asshole if you're not having fun. And it's like, it's your time. You're not, you know, most times comics aren't paid for open mics. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> what else are you doing if you're not having fun? Exactly. Yeah. I'm thinking back to the set I started at Gus's recently. <laughs> that was, I started with, I opened the set with, ugh. Yeah, yeah, you gotta smile. I went ugh. My buddy one time told me um, it was like the best advice. Uh, I had a relatively important set, and I was like stressed about it. And he's like, "Well, just make sure you smile when you go on stage." Yeah. And he's like, "Yeah, always smile. Try to smile." And so then I I was walking around uh, like the city, smiling at people like a freak. Like I was practicing. I was like, "Hey, hey." Very disturbed, but now I do. I sometimes, but I'll remind my like before I go up. I'm like, oh, I should smile. Uh, that also helps when your jokes are dark as fuck, and yeah. because, yeah, I think that helps a bit. Like just showing them that you're okay saying the joke. Yeah, totally. You have to again. You have to. If you're not having fun, they're like, what are we? What are we? Uh, what are we, are we? What are we doing here? What are we doing here? Do you yeah. get bad nerves? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Not bad, but not bad. Depends on the show. But if it's if there's any stakes, I will get nervous. Yeah. Tell me about this album. So, friend, daddy. Yeah. Uh, recorded here in Halifax. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, yeah. Much to my sh- well. 
I didn't mind doing it here because I, I was like, fuck, no one else is doing one right now. I'm, I should do one. I'm kind of lucky to be in Halifax. But I was more upset because I wanted to do it. There was like two cool venues. I wanted to do it at the Good Robot space and they like weren't able to have it. And then oh, I wanted yeah. to do it at uh, bus stop or whatever. Yeah. So then the only place was like, I mean, I could have done it. Uh, a couple places, but then I was like, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm just thinking of all the places that I did. But then I did it at the like the port room, which like this Nick Martinella ran for like oh. I think just for those two shows. Why did I think it was at the Carlton? I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. I've been. I performed. You've you've done it. that. Yeah. When, I should have done it there. When did you record this? Uh, last eight or well, not last April. April oh, end of April, April. nice. Yeah. That's awesome. And yeah. you're happy with it. Uh, n- <laughs> yes, I am happy with it, but I wasn't at the time, but it's turned out all right. Oh, it's so great. Oh, um, thank you. Everyone it, needs to check it out. It, it, it wasn't. Yeah, no, it's really good. You should check it out. <laughs> <laughs> but are you sure about that? Yeah, no, no, I'm sure it's great. But I feel like if I ask the question to any comic, are you happy with that? Most comics would say. Eh. Yeah. Like, like it's that well, self-critical. It, like, I, it was also because of the pandemic. I want. I felt the need to record something more like, it's not as polished as it could have been. But also, that's okay because it's kind of like a moment in time, you know. What yes. I mean? But I think that's also sort of why, like, if I had, you know, yeah, I. Not that I wish it was more, but that's like something that haunts me about it. <laughs> right. Um, but. I really like when comics include crowd moments in their albums. Well, my favorite thing ever, <laughs> I can't even remember what the joke was, but I think on Werewolves in London, like a Patton Oswald al- album, he there's a moment, the most like memorable moment is when a guy talks and he like roasts this guy and it's like only it's like an extra minute and a half, but it was like the funniest part right? to me. Right? And so yeah, I love yeah. I mean, the riffs are the best part. Of any set, they are. You got you had. A, I'm trying to think of what it was in your album that there was a funny moment where you talked to somebody. There's the geography the, line, which I like a lot. Yes, where a lady cheers when I say my hometown, and That's, I'm like, "Are you from there?" And then she goes, "No." I'm like, "So you just like geography?" And that was like that one. I was very pumped. I, and when it was over, I was like, "That was sick." Right? <laughs> Thank God. Did you did you do the thing where you recorded a couple different um, takes of it, or yeah, I did three three shows, and then yeah. you picked. Did you pick? Just bets from each. Or... Well, the guy who record who produced it for me, um, he works on the show, and he was like super good and really detailed. And so, like my first one, I just did that track. I did two nights, and I just picked track to track to track. And this guy, he was like going in and taking the best part of the joke from one night and putting it into a different night. Like he like really, oh, he really manipulated Damn. the results. Yeah, it's uh, he did an amazing job. So that's great. Yeah, everyone. So that, it was hyper detail, but it also took like a ton of work. It's like I had to listen to these sets like fucking Fuck. so many fucking times. Like being like uh, this. 10 second chunk is good and go from like this two minute chunk and then this one minute chunk and stuff like that. Is this your first album? No, I have two. Two. This is my second one. Second. Mm-hmm. How do you choose the jokes you put on an album? Uh, is that a tough process? Not really. You just kind of know what, what your standouts are. Yeah, whichever is the best. Yeah. Whatever the best ones I have are. Mm. I normally don't have more than an album's worth 
jokes going at a time. Just right. kind of you spend however long writing jokes, and then you're like, well, those are the jokes I have. I should record them in some way. I like that. Yeah. Did you take a lot of time between the two albums? Uh, yeah, it was uh, four years. Oh, okay. That's yeah. a good amount of time, though. Yeah. That's good. Damn, that's too long, I would argue. <laughs> um, yeah. 11 years, Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's four years. The last one was 2017. That's wild. Yeah. Man. Everyone, check out Jordan's album. Check them both out. Check them both out. You can buy What's it on the- iTunes and Amazon. And the uh, comedy <laughs> album store um, in your local town. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Wherever you get your comedy vinyl. Wherever you go hunting for comedy albums. Yeah, yeah. If you're, if you're a crate digger, find this in a crate. Pick <laughs> this one up in a crate. Oh, my goodness. This was a pleasure to have you, though. Do you have any other unpopular opinions or rants you want to get out before we wrap? Well, I had some, but I really think Rami Malik sucks at acting. And what was the other one that I had? Who else was bad? What else did I say? Juice. Talked about Juice. Uh, Dan. Dan. Dan Lee. Oh, Dan Levy. That was Dan the other Levy. one. Rami Malik and Dan Levy can fucking make credit cards together. So you the don't. of hell. You don't. <laughs> Anything else? Fucking what guys about- making a credit card what? ad, this fucking Dan Levy guy. What the fuck is wrong with him? <laughs> These fucking celebrities that do credit card ads is disturbed. It's like, you're rich. Why are you making a credit card ad? Maybe he's not as rich as you think. Dan Levy's not as rich as I think. (laughs) You never know. He just got like a hundred million dollar fucking deal with like ABC or some shit. (laughs) You never know. And he's rich already. He was born rich. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. What are we talking about? He's never never not been rich. (laughs) (laughs) What credit card does he sell? It's like an American. It's him and Rashida Jones, also born fucking rich, like... Like, oh, it's yeah. It's insane how many people that are celebrities that are just like sons and daughters of the of, of rich, the, famous the people. The ruling class. Yeah. At least they're acting, though, and they're not like a like a Kim Kardashian mm. or like, I mean, at least they're actually acting. Yeah. I mean, things, there is a little things. bit better, but they shouldn't be making. Don't do fucking credit card ads. What the hell? Yeah. I mean, I think any time you see a celebrity Seinfeld in an ad, Tina Fey as well. Come on. Would you buy the credit card? What credit card company is that? Do we know? Capital One. Capital One. Maybe it's American. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways. I'm looking for a new credit card this way. Well. (laughs) Maybe Dan Levy will sell it to me. Yeah, maybe maybe I'm wrong. Um, Oh, my goodness. I think that's that's all my... You're all ranted out. I think I'm ranted out. No. Fuck it. I mean... At least the people waiting. Yeah. Baited breath. To be continued. To be continued. Where can people follow you, find you, keep up to date with you? Follow me on Twitter. At oh, yeah. Go Jordan to the tweet. Go to Twitter. And then uh, I guess follow me on Instagram or whatever you want to Instagram. do. Instagram. Uh, at Foisman. And then, um, yeah. That's Go it. see a show. Do you have any shows coming up in the next <laughs> month? Uh, Probably a lot. No, 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 no. Uh <laughs> I don't even know. I do. I do. I do. I don't have any like headlining gigs or anything. We're going to end the episode. Get it off. Get it off. No juice for you, you (laughs) fucking idiots. No juice. No juice. (laughs) Jordan's getting the juice. I love juice. Because he loves juice. But you guys got to check out Jordan's album. Give him a follow. See a show if you you can. He's your... Amazingly funny. Oh, thanks, so. Um, and I enjoyed the album so much. So thank you so much for doing Thanks for having me. <laughs> oh my god, you haven't rung the bell once. Ding ding. You get to ring the bell to end the episode. Oh, hell yeah. You can give it a big ding if you want. Uh, order up. <laughs> Is that a Pizza Hut flashbox? <laughs> PTSD. <laughs> thank you for listening to the Intoxicated Podcast. 
If you enjoyed this week's episode, make sure you subscribe on whatever podcast app you use and leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. You can also give us a follow on Facebook and Instagram at Intoxicated Podcast and check out our video episodes on the Intoxicated YouTube channel. Until next week, feel hard and talk hard. Intoxicated Podcast is hosted and produced by Sarah McClellan, co-produced by Sarah Nicole, edited by Brendan Melchin, and brought to you by the messiness of life.